The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Good morning. And a happy Victory Monday. Flex it on them boys. Them boys, right? It it was so fun walking out of the stadium last night. And just the jubilation of the 49ers fans. Uh, Just this collective it was incredible. Uh, it, it was it was just such a cool experience to share. I I, I told somebody this last night. That top five football experience for me. It really was. I've been to a lot of games. I've been to a lot of games, but that was incredible. The Niners absolutely destroy the Cowboys. It was not even a competition from the start. Um, you know, the 49ers come out. They go all the way down the field. Score. The Cowboys didn't even get a first down until their fourth possession. I mean, this was as one-sided a game as possible. I want to say what's up to everybody. Love all the hashtag CCs, the Countdown crew. What's up, RTP? So cool hanging with you guys yesterday, man. That was just awesome. Absolutely incredible. Um, Victory Monday. That's what we got. That's where we are. And so wherever you thought the Niners were, you got to bump it up. You have to. Like, okay, you thought they were the best team in the NFL, which I felt that. I feel like a lot of people felt that. You got to bump it up. How do you move up number one in the NFL? I don't know, but you got to figure it out. Now, is there going to come some point that this team gets tested? I thought it was going to be this week. It was the exact opposite of that. I mean, you completely just dismantled this team. And like Cowboys don't know what hit them. They have no clue. They did not belong on the same field. They were not even close to a decent competitor and a lot of it had nothing really to do with the Cowboys. Yeah. Dak Prescott's terrible, but it was all the 49ers. The the reason the game went the way it did wasn't because the Cowboys had a bad game. No, no, no. The Cowboys had a Cowboys game. It's when we, when the 49ers are going to play at their best, which we have not seen yet this year for a full game. We finally saw it. And it just, it was unbelievable. What's up, Grand A? How we doing, man? What's up? We, we got a lot of fun people in here, man. And this is awesome. Yeah, Yatsik says, what a glorious victory Monday. Uh, walking the dogs, decked out Niners gear in New York. Uh, getting Hawks, Niners love, appreciation. Let's go. Uh, he says, yeah, scariest thing. Well, we can be better. I mean, we pulled our starters at the start of the fourth quarter. That At halftime, it was the game was over. Like, like, there was at no point that this felt like they kicked a field goal at one point and were, I think, down 10. I think it was like, no, they were down 11. Because, yeah, it would have been, you know, looking at the, the box score here. Yeah, they kicked a field goal, and I think it was like 21 to 10 early in the third. That was the only point. It was 11 points. <laughs> that was the closest it got. Then you just blew them out, man. I mean, it was just done. And to the, the fashion in which it was done. Rush it, running the ball, no problem. Brock Purdy, all right, let's 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 spend some time. Let, let, let's do this. Um, 
Let, let's talk what the hell is happening with Brock Purdy. He is ice cold, man. He is ice cold. His best play of the game. And we say this every single week with Brock Purdy. Every His best play of the entire game wasn't even a play. He got called back because of a penalty, a holding call. It was the, He hit Ayuk, and it was awesome. And we, we lost a bet because Ayuk was two yards under what we thought he would be. Uh, but whatever, it doesn't matter. We made a lot of money this week. Um, but his best throw of the whole entire game was right there, and it got called back. And it was like third and 15, didn't matter, stepped up, converted third and 15 right after that. Like, any time that the Cowboys thought that they were going to get back in it, Brock Purdy just out there chill, just chill, man. Just ding, boom, 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 boom. And it finished the game 17-24, to 24, 252 yards, four touchdowns, four touchdowns. One sack for two yards, and that was like I was wondering if he made it back to the line of scrimmage because he kind of scrambled and tried to press a little bit and got taken down. Um, 83.6 QBR, that's 0 to 100, right? That's pretty damn good. 144.4 quarterback rating. That goes, I mean, that's as almost as close to a perfect game as you could possibly get. He was just dealing the entire freaking game. He, he could do whatever he wanted to do consistently. And, you know, I was I was watching the game, and I, I had pretty good seats. I'm, third, I'm all the way at the top, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty close to the 50, and I'm looking down, and I'm paying attention to the coverages the Cowboys are running. They're running too high shell. They're the most dominant single high safety team in the NFL. They're running too high shell. Almost, you know, most of the game when we do the film breakdown, which I'm going to start later today once I get, get all the tape, Good Lord, the Cowboys switched their defense. They switched their tendencies, and Brock Purdy didn't give a damn. He didn't care. It didn't matter. Like, you changed everything up to try to make this Brock uncomfortable. It didn't work. They did some single high stuff. They did some of their, you know, traditional, you know, kind of planned whatever, but it didn't matter. It did not matter. And you look at just the team stats – Six for 11 on third downs. That's over 50%. That's a killer. That's a killer. You're looking at passing 9.7 yards per pass. That's uh, seven is good. (laughs) Seven is good. Seven. Just unbelievable, man. It, It was four or five in the red zone. Pick a flaw. Oh, we're getting the quarterback hit too much. Nope, no, you didn't. Quarterback didn't get hit really at all. You look at the how many how many quarterbacks hit hits did they have? They had two. They had two. Michael Parsons had zero. They had two quarterback hits. Nick Bosa had four quarterback hits by himself. He doubled their team as far as hitting the quarterback. So if we if we look at the Niners, what what are we missing? What are we missing? I have no clue. I'm trying to find a weakness. Oh, we got beat on a slot fade. That was actually a perfect pass and route. Like, and we're playing inside leverage because that's what our scheme dictates. This defense will always have a problem with the slot fade. I mean, you just, it's just what it is. Like there's certain gaps, there's certain vulnerabilities in a defensive scheme. And whenever you always play inside leverage to help with the run, you're going to be vulnerable outside. The slot fade is one of the hardest throws to make. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes teams are going to get us there, but golly, man. Ah, so pumped. What's up, Josh? Let's get to the chat. Let's get to some of these questions. I kind of want to bounce back and forth and, you know, I apologize for the show last night. It is just so frustrating trying to record in Levi's. The service there, um, is just rough. It's terrible. Hey, Maria, you're so glad to see you guys. Um, Tommy says, can this team beat the chiefs? This team could beat anybody. Patrick Mahomes is a little bit of, you know, when he does Mahomes-like things, it's what it is. But the Chiefs haven't looked amazing this year. I'll say that. But the only time we would play the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. And I hope we get that opportunity. I, I would welcome it. I would prefer to play another team. But I don't. I think the 49ers, if you ask them, like, hey, would you like to play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? The, every single one would say, hell yes. Hell yes. We are down for that. You know, we want to prove how great we are. And if you listen to the post-game press conferences and all that stuff, which I'll get those clips. I don't have them yet. Um, 
this team, it's it's on the precipice of greatness. It really, really is. Again, I had them one. You got to bump them up. You got to. And it's it's five and zero, oh, and you can only grade off of what you have done so far. And all that this 49ers team has done is check boxes consistently. That's it. Now, you don't win a Super Bowl five weeks into the season. But looking at this and saying, all right, we're 5-0. and oh, And then you look at our schedule and what's on the way. And again, the NFL, there's always surprises. And you're traveling. You got back-to-back road games. At the Browns, then Monday night football against the Vikings, which we're going to be at the Vikings one. So uh, John Chapman and the Rush Road Trip crew, we're not working this week. We are getting a week off, thank God. <laughs> thank God. We had such a great party yesterday. It was a, it was awesome, man. Uh, just want to say thank, thank you to everybody that came out and the amazing 49ers Rush Road Trip crew. Ah, oh, man, I'm so blessed to be a part of this. But we're taking a week off. We're going to be throwing awesome parties um, for the Vikings. So you can go buy those tickets now. We're throwing a night before rally party. And then um, we're also throwing a huge tailgate, which is going to be an awesome, awesome time right there. I think it's the purple lot, but I'll get the details out. We got two weeks for that. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So you've got at the Browns, they, I don't know. I, I'm not too. It's the Browns. The Vikings, good Lord. They they could compete with everybody, but they lose all the time. Then you got the Bengals, then you got a bye week. I Look at after the bye week at Jacksonville. You never know what team that is. You know, they're either awesome or they're terrible. They're never consistent. Bucks, that seems like it's going to be a decent game. Then you've got the, the murderer's row. But that and that's at Seattle, at Philly, then back home against Seattle. Those three weeks, weeks 12, 13, 14. And, you know, you don't want to look forward too much. You really, really don't. Just take care of what you do. And I think one of the things that this coaching staff does so well, everybody is just focused on what's up. You know, everybody gets it. This is what we're doing. And whenever you have such a veteran-driven team that has been down the path of success and gotten to Super Bowls, gotten to NFC championships, they understand what it takes to get there. And this team understands, man, if that game's last year, the NFC championship is played in San Francisco as opposed to Philly, they understand how important that is. And you don't get that opportunity unless you take care of business against the Browns, right? And so Philly won their game. Now, they're winning things very different than the 49ers are, but it's still, you know, the Cowboys, uh, Any, they're still going to make the playoffs. I still think that they're a good football team, but I say this all the time, and it's so important. The NFL is a matchup league. And so just because you're a good football team, just because the Cowboys are a top five team in the NFL, and I still think that they are, that doesn't mean they match up well with us. And that's why whenever I was doing the the you know preview show, I kept saying, like, they're finesse. They're soft. Their coach is soft. Their quarterback's soft. Everything about them is soft. They're finesse, flashy, and flashy works. Not when you get punched in the face. Not when you get punched in the face. And, and that's what the 49ers defense did. Shut their asses down. They, they had no answers. They had no answers. They could do nothing. I, I mean, good Lord. Okay, let's jump back over here. And let's look at, obviously, the Dak Prescott three interceptions is the glaring thing. And we bet that he was going to throw a pick. He threw a pick. Uh, three sacks. He had a 46 quarterback rating. Terrible. 51. Oh, the passer rating. It's just bad. It's bad on bad. But look at their running game. Tony Pollard had eight carries for 29 yards. Eight carries for 29 yards. That is 3.6. That's their explosive playmaker. They could not do anything. They couldn't run the ball. And you look at their pet, like their studs, CD Lamb. Oh, he's so great. Four catches, 49 yards. That's it. 
CD Lamb against the 49ers. First time we played him, had one catch for like 19 yards uh, when we eliminated them in Dallas. Last year, he had a decent stat line. But this is nothing. This is nothing. Uh, I mean, Michael Gallup, two catches, 15. Brandon Cooks, one for seven. We were covering Brandon Cooks with Fred Warner out there. One catch, seven yards. They don't belong. (laughs) They don't belong with us. Like, you can't sit here. (laughs) You got to go somewhere else, man. Uh, You and the boys and all that stuff. Uh, Now, I will say this. um, There were a lot of Cowboys fans there, which was really, really cool. Not near as many as 49ers fans when we went to Dallas for the playoff game. That was awesome. But there were a considerable amount. I mean, Cowboys fans going to travel, which is really, really cool. I respect that. Um, There was some trash talk early, but that shit ended real quick. And they got quiet, and they left by halftime. Um, and whoever didn't leave by halftime, they definitely didn't stick around to the fourth. I mean, and the Niners fans were leaving. Niners fans were leaving with seven minutes left because the game was just done. We had Sam Darnold in there, man. Oh, look at this. Diamond, what's up, man? He says, Dak almost threw as many interceptions in a single game as Purdy has his entire career. Brock Purdy has yet to throw an interception this year. I know it's coming. But this dude's about to start breaking records, all-time records. It's it's uncanny what he has done so far. Nine touchdown passes, zero interceptions. A two-to-one ratio is perfect. Uh, Not perfect. It's good. So, like, if he had nine touchdowns and four picks, he'd be good. That's good. And... He is just so freaking far past that. Uh, it's incredible what he has done. And, you know, not to mention, we, we score over 30 points every time. That's crazy. Um, we've scored over 30 points all five games this year. Uh, Lombardi put out a thing that it's only happened five times in the NFL that a team has scored over 35 straight weeks in a row. Five times ever in the NFL. Um, I, absolutely. Like, we're on crazy territory because how good this can be we don't know we we really don't know it's 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 all right freaking there it's all right there Tommy says John they should have never even showed up yeah they didn't belong on that field and I saw Parsons which Parsons needs to quit talking but he's like oh we're the same talent as them we're the same whatever we belong on them we're the same whatever we just had a bad game and it's like ah how many how many chances do you need once two three three times three times you've been measured three times you have been found wanting get the hell out of our stadium you do not belong here you are a jv franchise (laughs) like come on man you do everything to emulate us but you're not us that's just what it is (laughs) yeah right here ran right at parsons just like you predicted The, the the playbook was set with what the Cardinals did, they showed you the blueprint. They laid it out. Thank you cards. I mean, not that we would have won no matter what, but yeah, you just run. You punch soft in the face. You, that's what you do. You punch it in the face. And whenever you do that, they flinch, they flinch. George Kittle, right? Like, okay. Who are the most physical people we have? George Kittle, Trent Williams, George Kittle scores three touchdowns. George Kittle's laying out freaking uh, Michael Parsons. Just right at those dudes. Look at the defense, right? Who are the two most physical guys we have on defense? We've got a lot of them. Dre Greenlaw's number one. That dude was incredible. Incredible. Got a sack, which was so cool. Uh, And Fred Warner. Guess what? Fred Warner is defensive player of the year candidate. Everybody talking about Michael Parsons? No, no, no. This ain't a Nick Bosa year. Now, I I don't mean Nick Bosa's having a down year. He's not. He's absolutely incredible. But the statistics aren't going his way. The statistics are going Fred Warner's way. Fred Warner is now in the Defensive Player of the Year consideration, which is freaking incredible, and he deserves it. He really does. So you got Fred Warner. He's fighting for Defensive Player of the Year now. I think T.J. Watt's probably a clear favorite. We got a lot of football left, but it's – I'm telling you right now, Fred Warner is going to be mentioned. Now, the national media is always a joke, but we did that on Sunday Night Football. There's no excuse for not watching the Cowboys or the 49ers Cowboys game 
Everybody saw that. Everybody saw that. And this was like supposed to be the game of the year for everybody, not just the 49ers. Not just the 49ers. So now you put all of that on tape for the national media. And everybody saw it. Guess what? Two more weeks, Monday night football game. Guess what? You got a Thursday night football game against the Seahawks. Guess what? 49ers Eagles. Everybody watching that stuff. So all you can do is continue to show up the way that you have so far and just continue to show exactly who you are. You got to reinforce that. You set the bar. Everybody knows what you can be. Oh, ooh, get pumped up over here, baby. Oh, RTP flexing on them boys for real, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Josh, this actually may be one of the greatest 49ers teams ever assembled. It is. It is. I mean, I've never seen a team this dominant. It's only been five games, so I understand small sample size. I have never seen a team this dominant. I remember the 1994 season very, very well. We watched it. We went through every single week. This offseason, we did all the watch parties. Uh, if you're with us on the 49ersRush.com or Patreon, we did watch parties. Every single Wednesday, we watched one week, start to finish, the entire broadcast thing. We watched it all. This team so far is way better, way more dominant. You remember the 1994 team got blew out. They got like blown out. They lost to the Chiefs, I think, week two or three. Then the Eagles destroyed them by like 30-plus points. We, we pulled our quarterback. Now, eventually, they got everything fixed and, you know, rolled through everybody, but... All we, you don't win Super Bowls after five weeks. If you did, we would win it right now. I, I think we'd be unanimous. However, however, they're definitely on pace. Um, and I don't give a damn what any other team does. You know, somebody brought up Chiefs, Eagles, whatever. Don't care. Don't care. They worried about us. Ishmael, my man, what's up, buddy? He says, happy Victory Monday, baby. That's right, Victory Monday. If you want this shirt, which is so cool, or any 49ers gear, we got the link in our description. Uh, just scroll down. Uh, yeah. I'm wearing this a lot this year, man. <laughs> I got to be doing laundry all the time now. Um, you, I do it every week anyway. But, uh, yeah, it, I'm wearing this shirt all the time. Flex, I'm walking around. I'm going to do all the chores. I want to be doing everything I can around town. It is incredible to be where we are. There's no doubt. Right here, Aaron. Love this. How about our special teams? Ronnie Bell is for real, man. Ronnie Bell is for real. When Samuel Womack comes back, I, I think here a couple things. Uh, special teams first, Aaron. Awesome comment. Yeah, Mitch Wisnowski is unbelievable. He's finally reached his potential. He's always had the potential. Consistency has always been his flaw. He's been great. And I can't wait to do special teams film this week. We didn't even kick a field goal. <laughs> we didn't even kick a field goal. Uh, it's just all touchdowns. Back-to-back uh, -to -back weeks, touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. I mean, 42 points. All we do is score TDs, which is so fun. But Everything else was awesome. It, it was just so consistently good. And that's all that you need because you can't give these teams who are going to lose on offense, they're going to lose on defense, you can't give them a glimmer of hope on special teams. And the Cowboys had a top five special teams unit. Didn't matter today or yesterday. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. But yeah, Ronnie Bell's great. Uh, I think Danny Gray... It's going to struggle um, without an injury. I don't think he comes. I don't think the Niners are going to activate him off of IR because, you know, Danny Gray's way that he sealed this roster was a special teams gunner, punt team gunner. Like he was incredible at it. And he won with pure speed. Now we got Ronnie Bell, who's just unbelievable. And on top of that, a great receiver, you know, to add some depth there. So I, I mean, not that, you know, you can just keep Danny Gray on IR the whole year. But I think they were planning to activate him at some point. But now it's like, man, the reason why you were going to activate him was help with special teams. Ronnie Bell took that job. Uh, Ronnie Bell's a better blocker. Ronnie Bell's, I mean, he just took his job. He took it. He just took it from him. Uh, injuries suck. But Ronnie Bell took that job. He ain't giving it back. That dude here to stay. Ten's here. Ten is here. Uh, let's see here. Diamond Dog Sports. It's okay to feel cocky now, I think. I think so, too. 
Uh, I talk a lot of trash all the time. I love it when people talk trash in return. One of my favorite things uh, at these tailgates, like I get so many emails like, oh, man, can I have a friend, but he's a Cowboys fan. Is it okay if he comes? Hell, yes, it's okay. We, we talk trash all the time. Like that's what sports is so cool about. Like I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'll be disrespectful to your team, not to you. I love sitting with opposing fans in the stands. That's why I go to so many of these road games. Like I love the spirit of these different teams and they're all different. They're all different. And I, I love the chattering back and forth. That's why I don't, I don't want to do That's why I'm not going to the Philly game is because like, it's, it's just, it's just not worth it, man. Uh, just, just trash, trash franchise. That's all it is. Uh, right here, Sean, John, it's time. It's time for you to declare quote. This team is special. End quote. That's right. There it is, man. Special. Uh, Again, back to this question, where are we vulnerable? Everybody said right tackle. Man, Colton McKivitz is a beast. That dude is better than Mike McGlinchey has ever been in his career. Through five games, through five games, McGlinchey's awesome. Well, week one, he struggled. There's no doubt. T.J. Watt put a whooping on him. But good gosh, it held up the best defensive end rotation in the NFL is the Dallas Cowboys, and that's still correct. I do believe that. Like, their depth is unbelievable. One against us. One against us. Uh, not even close. Look at this. Brian Keller, what's up, man? 20-0, and 0, John. No stop at this Brock Purdy-led train. That dude is just so chill. He's just so chill back there. Steven, I love love Victory Mondays. I'm with you. Uh, Kittle, greater than Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. They're both incredible, and they went in different ways, and you know they're used completely different. Kelsey's going to the Hall of Fame. He's already stamped his Hall of Fame career. Kittle's not there yet. It's going to be actually pretty hard for Kittle to get there with the way that we're using him. But Kittle's incredible, and you know I said in the show, you know Ayuk and CMC are locks every week as far as usage goes. Like those guys, they're going to be there because they win. They went on their own. They they scheme themselves open in zone. They scheme that they could themselves open versus man. It doesn't matter. Like those guys are going to just be awesome all the time. But then you got the other guys, which yeah, I'm not. I say the other guys, but they're matchup dependent. Sorry, my lips are checked. I apologize, guys. Um, they're matchup dependent. So you talk about Debo, you talk about Kittle, you talk about Jennings, you talk about Mason or whatever else. You never know who the guy is going to be. But you know one of them is going to be the guy for a given game. This was Kittle. He had three catches for three touchdowns. It's not like they were – Kyle Shanahan was force-feeding him the ball. Three catches, three touchdowns. You, you, that's crazy. That's crazy. And so Debo, yeah, you look you know, on the Thursday night matchup, I think it was, or whatever game, he took over a game just by himself, just took it over. Kittle right here just takes it over by himself. You're going to stop our superstars. Guess what? We have superstars waiting for their number to be called. And they're so damn unselfish that it's okay. I'm sure there are some tight ends and, you know, players and, you know, whatever that would be pissed off if they were in George Kittle's situation and not getting the targets that they felt that they deserved. That's not us. That's not who this team is. That's not the culture that the 49ers have, I'm not saying Kelsey is that. I'm saying that there are a lot of players in the NFL that are like that. And so, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, David, too early for Purdy MVP talk? Go Niners. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, He belongs. Nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, man. Yeah, dude belongs. It, it, the best player on the best team. You look at where the 49ers are now. After that game, we have the number two offense, points scored. We have the number three offense, yards. That's the quarterback on that team. He needs to be in the conversation. He's got the, the highlight stacks. They're stacking, man. And you put up big-time performances in primetime games, people start to notice. Now, there's still going to be clowns at you know, the major networks that will you know not give him respect, but they're also the same clowns that probably talk about how Doc Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. So you always got to kind of measure those things. But you you keep punching people in the face and showing everybody like this, that we're doing this. Oh, my gosh. Um, I freaking love it. 
Yeah, right here. Bang, bang, Niners game. Putting the Cowboys back in their box. They know where they belong. They know where they belong. <laughs> RTP. He says, man, never seen so many dejected fans in my life. It was crazy. Yeah, they showed up, which I respect. Uh, and they were cool. Uh, the people around us were cool. Um, but, you know, there, there's a way to talk trash and still be respectful. It's an art. You know what I'm talking about? So, like, you, you're nice about it, but you make fun of what they love. But then you're nice about it. You know what I mean? It's a it's a gift. What's up, Phil? What's up, Phil? Uh, so good to see you, man. Uh, right here, JD. This team has been playing phenomenally. I can't even remember the last time I heard John say abysmal. Oh, yeah, it's been a minute, right? And I can't foresee it happening anytime soon. I don't know where the weakness is. Isaiah Oliver is turning in consistent play. Yeah, he got beat on the slot fade. I'm sorry. I'm not going to dock a player on that one because you are put at such a schematic alignment disadvantage in this defense. We saw it with Kwan Williams. We saw it with Jimmy Ward. We saw it with every single player that has played in that slot position on this defense. It's a vulnerability just because of how we have to line up. It's what it is. So was Isaiah Oliver like a player of the game or anything like that? No. Did he give up the only touchdown? Yes. I'm just telling you, man, that's, that's just, Ugh. Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to overcome that. I, I I just don't know. It's just it's so damn hard to defend. I can't find a weakness, man. The opposite defensive end probably would be it. Um, once I go through the film, I'll be able to pay a little bit more attention to it because, like, where I sat, I was like on the thirty-five yard line, right? So the side angle, uh, the all twenty-two angle. To do the D-line and O-line, it's a lot easier when you're from behind in the end zones. And when we that's why we do the film and we have three angles, right? So the all-22, you can see the coverages. That's what I enjoy the most. But sitting behind or in front of on the end zones, I'll be able to give a clearer picture. So I don't want to go out and say, you know, Cleveland Farrell, Drake Jackson, or those guys had necessarily bad games because they didn't really pop. Um, but... The, the film will tell that. We're going to get to that later today. It's an early start today, baby. It's an early start today. And I have just, I, we're, we're not going anywhere. This show is going to continue for a minute. But we made some money. I hope you bet with us, man. Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over. But yours has just begun with my bookie, NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. There we go. There we go. I love this, Steven, because it, this was the one point where it was like, okay, this is where the Cowboys can come back into the game. It was 21 to 10. It was third and 14. I think I said third and 15 earlier in the show. I was wrong. Steven says the Cowboys, quote unquote, could have come back. Then Purdy throws two big throws and it's over 28 to 10. Game was done. And I I get all the talk about Shanahan. I get all the talk about CMC. I get all the talk about all the weapons and everything and how, you know, I get that. I understand those concepts. Brock Purdy is a damn man. He is a man. And he, he did that. He did that. Now, the old line blocked and all that stuff, but no, no, no. You want to talk like how easy it is to be a quarterback? No, no. Third and 14. Against this Cowboys defense, Brock Purdy did that. Not once, twice. One time it was like third and 10. Then you had the penalty. Then he did it again at third and 14. Like, clutch pressure situation. Cowboys think they're going to get back in it. And you just, you took everything out of that stadium. Uh, like, from any Cowboys fan, whatever. Like, you took all their hopes and dreams. Sideline, gone. Deflated. Deflated. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that well said, Stephen. Hugo Mason was amazing. Golly, man. Jordan Mason just continues to build a resume. I've been on Team Mason since th that train started. <laughs> Nobody loves this kid more than me. I, I really just... I like Elijah Mitchell, too. Obviously, the health is a concern. That dude might not be playing for a while. He hasn't been able to practice. He hasn't been able to practice. Elijah Mitchell hasn't. Mason taking his job. Yeah, I just talked about the situation with Ronnie Bell and Danny Gray. Injuries suck, and you don't lose your job because of an injury, but you do create an opportunity for somebody else to showcase what they bring to the table. Mason has yet to have one bad performance at any point. He just, when his number gets called, he answers. 10 rushes, 69 yards, nice. One touchdown. One touchdown. He had that 26-yard touchdown run that was just, whoo, whoo, man. 6.9 yards per carry. Good Lord, man. He's doing it consistently. The closer. The closer. I love it. Red and gold-blooded. What's up, guys? Victory Monday. I love it. Uh, Tommy says, Pollard didn't do anything except fumble. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's got to be there. Yeah, Diamond Dog. Yeah, Purdy is MVP candidate. No more excuses. You got to. You got to. Uh, serious take. Dak without scoop and scores and pick sixes is an extraordinary mid-quarterback. I think he's great. How do I phrase this? I think that he's a good quarterback. I, I, I think that he's he's decent. The problem is against pressure situations. Dak only had one interception going into this game. He threw three, right? And once you rattle him, like this, he's just soft on the inside. Like he's just soft. I do think that Dak is a talented quarterback, and I think he's not top 10. Is he top 15? Maybe. But you cannot be a top elite quarterback if every time the situation is tense, you fold. And that's what the Cowboys are. That's who their franchise is. They're they're not they're going to make the playoffs. Seven teams get in the playoffs, right? Seven out of sixteen. Like they're going to be in that mix. What are they? Three and two now, <laughs> but they can't play. They're one and two on the road. You know what I mean? Like this is the. You look at the traits of a soft ass team. You can't win on the road. Tough teams that play good defense and have a good running game win on the road. Cowboys aren't that soft, soft. So. Now you're 0 and 2, or not 0 and 2. You've lost two conference games already. They're behind the eight ball. So, you know, the Eagles, they're ahead of them by two games. Now they play each other twice. But you mean to tell me the Cowboys are going to be a road playoff team that's going to win multiple road playoff games? No. And it's it's looking pretty damn hard for them to win their division. So they're not going to be having home playoff games. They sure as hell ain't going to have a home playoff game against us. Yeah, that ain't happening. It, like, oh, let's go. Yeah, it, it, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, right here, some more Jordan Mason love. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, right here, Trent's blocking Van Der Esch into Parsons was epic. Yeah, Trent's, that dude is just different. He's a bully, man. He He's a bully. Sean, Purdy is the best quarterback we've had since Steve Young. So, yeah, I mean, we're talking... Jimmy G, awesome. Colin Kaepernick, you know, you're, you got to throw in Jeff Garcia, Alex Smith. Like, we've had some guys, but I think those are the guys at the top of the list for sure. Yeah, I'm taking this Purdy over all of them. I'm taking them over all of them. It's not even close. And you could talk about the elite playmaking ability of Kaepernick. You could talk about the constant winning with Jimmy Garoppolo. You could talk about the aggressiveness and underdog mentality with Jeff Garcia. Uh, you could talk about just how great of a human being and teammate and leader Alex Smith was. I'm sorry. You get all those in Purdy. Um, you get them all. Now, maybe not the electric playmaking with his feet and all that stuff, but the plays are electric consistently, and he doesn't turn the ball over. He does not turn the ball over. Him and C.J. Stroud, the rookie, man. Rookies breaking some records, too. I think he actually broke the official record for most passes by a 
quarter or rookie quarterback to not throw an interception. Like that dude's winning, you know, offensive pl- uh, rookie of the year. It's it's like almost done. That's solidified. Devin A. Chain may have something to say about that, but it always goes to a quarterback. Um, and so, yeah, you're, you're talking about two quarterbacks that are starting quarterbacks that have played in every game. Only two have not thrown an interception. That's it. 32 teams. You're down to two. I hope it continues, man. Um, yeah, right here. And I think this is huge, Kelly. Brock loves the game. Humble, student of the game. Will only get better. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Magical things. I think it's there. The touchdown Dallas scored was a nice play, but that's all they did. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. They were going to get something. What's up, Rob D? What's up, Rob D? Oh, what's up, man? Smoking Niner Guide. It was so cool hanging out yesterday, man. He says, John, you're the best. The fellas really enjoyed themselves. Have a great weekend. That's what's up, man. It was so cool, man. Uh, finally getting to hang out with him. You know, we, we've talked so much. He's been over in Japan serving for four years now. And so it was really, really cool to meet up and have a good time, man. Really appreciate you guys. Greenlaw suplexing that dude in the first. Greenlaw is a tone setter. That's what it is. Like, what do you do to soft teams? You punch them in the face. You punch them in the face. Or suplex them on the sidelines. Uh, which, yeah, I could have got called. I didn't care. I, I wanted it. I saw that, and I was just like, yes. This is who we are. You're like, and that's who you are. You suplex that dude in the sideline. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Get me excited now. Gonna get me excited now. Oh, what's up? We got a couple uh super chats. Daryl, appreciate you. Thank you so much. He says hashtag CC statement win. Real number one defense. Grind on, JC man. Thank you so much. You look at the Cowboys now, and this is kind of funny because they were number one defense. You know, it almost a lot of the categories. <laughs> update those ranks now seventh in points scored fifth in total yards they were one and two so they went from first in points to seventh and they went from second in yards to fifth after one game any question on who the best defense is in the nfl has been answered 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 yeah i'm with you daryl thank you so much oh what's up my man jack Thank you for the super chat, man. Really appreciate your generosity. He says, ooh, big win and updated the Juice touchdown tracker. It's a great week. <clears throat> One of my favorite Twitter accounts there is, man. The the, the Kyle Juszczyk touchdown tracker. Anytime he does well, I think about you, Jack. So I appreciate you, man. And yeah, Kyle Juszczyk had four catches. Kyle Juszczyk did not have a touch through the first three weeks of the season. Not one. Back-to-back weeks, they're getting that dude some some love, uh, which which is so cool. And that just builds to the, just the overall culture. It, whenever fullbacks and tight ends get the ball, linemen love it because they see them as them. Like, that's one of us. That's just the way it goes because they do the dirty work all the time. Not that you're not happy when CMC and those other guys score. It's just different. When Kyle Juszczyk scores or even touches the ball, the whole stadium, juice. And it is just like fans that can appreciate fullbacks. Those are my people. Those are my people. You know what I mean? Like they get it. They get it. And yeah, tight ends, they fit that too. And I didn't even know this. Time in dog sports. Happy birthday, George Kittle today. He got three birthday presents yesterday. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, David says Colt McKivitz is playing better than McGlinchey is now in Denver. He's playing better than McGlinchey did here. He's playing better than him here. Maybe not in the run game, but yeah, I mean that so much good stuff. It's just awesome right here. Richmond says, John, do you think Shanahan has been hiding Kittle for the first four weeks with the plan, uh, for this to be his breakout game? no. I don't think so. I mean, we do the film, and Kittle was free on two plays last week. So, you know, based on the read progression of the quarterback, Brock's just so quick. And so whenever you're reading out to in, you know, we're going Ayuk to Kittle. Ayuk's open every damn time. And so <laughs> that's the problem, right? So, okay, my read progression says, okay, I'm going to see if Ayuk create separation across the front of the corner. If not, I'm going to my number two progression, which is going to be Kittle on a hook route, whatever. And so first progression, oh, I use open throw it. Like, that's the issue. 
that's been the issue. Or if your first progression is, oh, if the backer, you know, doesn't flare with, you know, CMC, I'm just going to check it down, which, you know, whatever. So I don't think it's like they're trying to hide him. But there's just so many guys and Brock's so quick. If you don't script the play to whomever, whether that's Debo, Jennings, Kittle, IU, CMC, we're just, everybody's winning. You know what I mean? And Brock is recognizing man coverage all the time. And so he knows where he's going with the ball right off the bat, and it's open. So, but yeah, I mean, as a Kittle fantasy football owner, um, yeah, yesterday was good. <laughs> yesterday was good. Uh, I loved it. Um, absolutely love it. And he says right here, I feel like we would score a touchdown every possession. Like, man, it's about half. We had 13 possessions. So, yeah, uh, we, we hit half. We hit, you know, just over half, which is awesome. You know, we get 42 points. How cool is that, man? Ah, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, th this this team, this team. I I don't I don't know what to highlight sometimes, right? So, if I ask the question like, who was the player of the game? Brock Purdy, probably. Well, George Kittle, man, he scored three touchdowns. Brock Purdy threw four. Fred Warner maybe had the best defensive performance of any player we've had. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like every single game feels that way. But we have these stars, we have these players, and they just keep freaking showing out. You talk about player of the game, and we haven't even mentioned Drake Greenlaw or Nick Bosa, who were incredible, or Charvarius Ward that was shutting down. You know, you just, the list goes on. The list goes on. Or you could even say Colton McKivitz. Like, Colton McKivitz didn't give up one quarterback hit, I don't think, against the Cowboys. If I would have told you that, <clears throat> nobody would have believed it. John, he says, Fred Warner had that little star lit up under his feet last night. He sure did, man. He he was highlighted player, dude. He was so damn good. And that guy next to him, Drake Greenlaw, was good too, man. He, he was awesome. Oh, what's up, man? Kilted Niner fan. What is up, brother? It was a prototypical team win. Everyone got the ball. Um, and who didn't get a sack? Yeah, they were just, they, they lit up that quarterback, man. <laughs> who didn't get it? You either got an interception or a sack. Everybody got something. You know what I mean? Like, that was cool. Oren Burks was playing his freaking tail end off. We put the backups in. Oren Burks is better than any linebacker they have on their whole damn team. Oh, man, that was awesome. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate that. Tommy, uh, he says, I'm so glad McBust is gone. Oh, hey, talk about that dude. That dude's such a joke. Um, not McGlinchey. Uh, the next person you mentioned, one of the ESPN or Fox Sports. I don't know what he's on. I don't care. It doesn't even matter. What's up, Dancid? Victory Monday, baby. That's right. Can't wait to watch John's Phil breakdowns on Patreon. Bring in my popcorn. Thank you so much. Appreciate the plug. Um, yeah, the49ersrush.com or our Patreon page. The links are in the description of this video podcast. It's the best way to support the show. Um, we're going to be doing our Zoom hangout next week because I'm not traveling and throwing all these parties. We're going to do uh we're going to get together virtually and hang out probably I'll figure out the time later on that, but all of our bets of the week which we made money again. We've had three killer weeks. Uh, sorry, we've had two killer weeks where we just made a ridiculous amount of money. We had two uh good win weeks and we've had one uh Last week where we lost, uh, I think, 12 bucks. So we've done really, really well betting. We post those every single week. <clears throat> We're just going to keep going, baby. Uh, I might drop a little Monday Night Football teaser. Uh, I'll see if there's something that I like on there, uh, and I'll share that. So it, we'll, we'll see there. <laughs> Sean Ferris, he says, you can't sit with us. Actually, Megan, I can't sit anywhere because I have Prescott. There we go. <laughs> That's really good. I love it, man. But this has been fun. And... Enjoy this. You know, we, we talk about what it means to be great. And I really do think this team has whatever that is on offense and defense. Special teams was good. We just need special teams to be average. Ed, I love this. Give give some love to Greenlaw slamming that receiver. I, I knew it was over at that point. It was early, and I felt that way. I really, I really, really did. And golly, man, the chat's freaking lighting up, and I love it. You guys are the absolute best there is. Look at Sonia. Hey, Sonia. 
My brother is a Cowboys fan. He tried leaving in the third quarter. I had somebody text me. I don't, I don't want to put names out there. Um, I had somebody text me as a manager, and he has two Cowboys co-workers. They both called in this morning. <laughs> How cool is that, man? Um, you know, he lives, he doesn't live in Texas. He doesn't live in the Bay Area, but he had two Cowboys fans talking trash that work for him, and they both called in today. That's what it is, man. And I've been on that side. I've been on that side. Imagine being a Cowboys fan. Well, first, that's disgusting, but just imagine what it's like for them waking up right now. Imagine being Dak Prescott waking up right now. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. We thought we were them boys. We thought we were them boys. I was walking out of the stadium chanting that, we them boys. Like, uh, just a lot of head shaking. A lot of looking down, a lot of head shaking. Um, <laughs> it was so cool. Oh, what's up, Sean? It was so cool to hang out, man. Uh, absolute pleasure hanging out uh, at the game. Half the Dallas fans were walking out before the start of the fourth. That's right, man. <laughs> Appreciate you too, man. Thank you, Matthew. So that's going to do it. Uh, I got to wait on the film because it's Sunday night game. It's going to be a little while till we get everything, but uh, as soon as I get it, we'll start processing it. I, I got to go tear down the U-Haul now. I still got most of the stuff, not the food. We got the food out last night and stuff, but uh, yeah, I, I got some work. I got to clean. Uh, it's what it is, but man, what a great party. What a great win. So proud uh, to be a fan of this franchise because they hold themselves to such a high esteem, and I love it. And you know, I finished this show the same way. This is episode 977. We've done this a lot of times. And sometimes it's hard to say. Sometimes it's easy to say. But for today, enjoy your victory Monday, baby. Talk your trash. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.